Hi guys and welcome back to Getting It Off with Chamaka, a podcast channel centered on straight from the heart issues, discussions and interviews on selected topics and also through the lens of navigating life as a young adult. Hi, testing, testing. <laughs> Hi guys. And welcome back to Get a Little of Chamaka Podmas episode Happy the eighth. How are you doing? I hope you are doing your best as always. Remember it's your best that you have to keep doing your kids. <laughs> well, it's the best you can actually do because uh, you don't know what um, comes next. So you just continue to show up for yourself and do your best. Yes. So, how is December so far? What are the preparations looking like? Do you have anything planned out? Or it's just, uh, it's another year. It's gonna come, it's gonna go. For me, I do not really have plans. (laughs) As usual. Um, But I'm hoping this year will be the last that I won't have plans. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Nothing, nothing planned out. I know last Sunday I and my sister did an exchange, like Christmas gifts kind of exchange, and it was really cute. I've got my fine green bag. You know, it's really, really nice. But um, yeah. So today, um, I'm just going to be talking about some things. Anyways, before I even go ahead, truth is that I'm doing this recording, like. On the ninth, <laughs> um, not eighth. Um, I'm supposed to have done it last night, but um, my eyes decided to tell me, "No, babes, we are not gonna do this." I know you're just recording, but you don't want to be talking, and then you are in pain, and you're taking these unnecessary pauses. I'm like, you know what? Let me rest my eyes. Um, my working condition is really taking a toll on me. Um, I don't know what to do. Yes, I need to change my lens and everything. That's going to take a little bit of time. So I'm left to just dealing with it, basically, and it's not easy. But I'll make do of what I have and then try not to, you know, overstress myself. Um, so yeah. But anyways. So how was yesterday? Yesterday was was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was stressful. Yeah, but I'm just going to focus on the good thing that happened. It's so actually something amazing that I figured out yesterday, and then kind of give you an insider gist, and then it runs. Yeah, I I didn't want to start with the sad part. So I was like, let me just start with the good parts. You know. And don't worry if you're thinking this pod is going to be long. The pod is not going to be long. Um, I am currently sharing my work time doing this. So the plan is at least 15 minutes thereabout. That's a goal for me. Um, going to head out to work. Um, hopefully you're not hearing the background noise. If you're hearing the birds, that's fine. But if you're hearing the trailer noise, I don't know where that trailer is passing through. But 
just ignore okay but anyway so yesterday like i said was good you know even i got to work normally i i would message the office people if i could come for printouts but yesterday i was like see i i know i'm not okay like i'm not okay i am exhausted so uh, and i stroke to work and i equally work on food to the office so i really need to be my best self before i can head out because the weather too is not helping jamaica at all but anyway so i messaged if i could come pick up printouts and i'm told um they are not certificates now that's going to be the last rant on this spot but uh, because of that i was like you know what i'm just going to go to work yeah, I'm going to go bring our, our, our things and if there are registrations to be made, I'm just going to do them and um, hopefully my colleague comes, you know, that was, you know, the plan. And exactly that was what I did. I didn't go to the office, I just went straight to the hospital, grab our things and people were already waiting. So I started like the whole registration and yeah, it was busy. It was easy. I couldn't go write a blog or anything. But Something amazing happened in the afternoon. So my my colleague is a nursing mom, and um, I mean through her pregnancy, I was there. I've been there, and let me tell you guys, I have learned a lot so far. But I wasn't ready for what I learned yesterday. Never in my life would I have thought that was a thing, like never but then you know they say you learn every day so yeah you learn every day and you just add it to your diary like okay on so this is the day i learned this okay we'll move ahead so my colleague there's this other person who works in the hospital so in the hospital there's a daycare and um, so the uh, some of the mothers who work in the hospital i think there's a lady that actually doesn't work in the hospital but she makes use of the daycare for her child um, but basically, people who work in the hospital keep their children there, at least the, um, the infants. So, um, my colleague was, you know, coming with her child, would stay with her child outside and everything, but she had issues breastfeeding, so she had injuries. Um, she had to, you know, kind of wear her baby because now she had to use like pump, the hand pump instead of direct breastfeeding because. A baby, you know what I mean, I think it has to do with how she keeps the baby to feed and then how the baby sucks. So, you got like she got injuries, so she had to do the hand pump. So, in trying to reduce the um, the amount of connection, not connection, maybe connection is not the word, but the attachment, yes. Because whenever the baby was around, I mean, I'm perceiving my mommy, I want food and I want her to hold me all the time. So, my colleague really concentrate. So when that happened, she got medications, but then she had to, like even till now, she's, I think now she just does um, the pump, she uses the pump and it's helping so far. So uh, one of the ladies that works in the hospital that talks to her, you know, she also keeps her, and oh my gosh, she also keeps her baby, her baby's a boy, and my colleague's baby's a girl. So yesterday, when she went to check on her baby, I think in, at the daycare, they usually call mothers maybe when the child is awake and starts crying and maybe there is no food, you know, or maybe to come and change the diaper. 
and she wants to see her baby and then coming back out she tells my baby that um that she that she did she check her child when she was born so apparently if you're able to talk normal that's because um you were born and you didn't have an extension i'm going to do a blog post about this by god's grace i'm going to do that writing today with more practical pictures so i'm going to leave my 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 blog um what like link so and um, hopefully when i put up that um you can check what i'm talking about so it's like under the tongue so apparently if you were born and then your speaking is is somehow like is very close to your feet and your tongue that means you have that extension and it wasn't identified when you were a child so and um, it wasn't caught like I never knew that was a thing right so the, the lady came out was asking my colleague did you check your child if and um, they caught her own when she was born when the lady there was like caught what please I mean, it's enough that they cut the umbilical cord. Well, I don't think children really have issues with that, but I think the, where the issue is is, you know, keeping up with the two-hour cleaning and making sure it falls on its own and every other thing. And then for the men, that like the boys that have to be circumcised and every other thing. I was like, what are they cutting? She was like, she has showed her senior sister, and her senior sister didn't actually see anything. So her senior sister was like, that's fine. I think her sister has about three kids. So uh, for her, she was speaking from experience, and she being a, young, a new mom and young as well, she she was like, okay, whatever. I mean, baby's fine, you know. Um, but then she was like, she was going to show the nurses um, at the immunization clinic. So <laughs> this my colleague goes to bring her child, and then coming back, she went inside the immunization um, unit, and then. She runs back out and she tells me, ah, babe, they say she has it though. So apparently her, when her baby is crying, um, she's not able to, like, you know, when you're laughing, you're laughing so loud and your mouth is wide open and your tongue, like, you can easily raise it. There's nothing trying to restrict how far you go with, like, your laughing or your talking or whatever it is, even when you're trying to scream. Now, my colleague's baby one has an extension, so like I explained before, so when she's crying, her voice is not very loud because of that restriction. I was dazed. I was amazed. So she comes on like, ah, but she has it too, that they want to cut it. She make a more. So immediately I was like, they want to cut it. I don't understand. Cut it how? Now I was busy because apparently they finally had certificates and I had to rush out. So I was doing registration so that I'd be able to do like general printouts. And then being very curious, I wanted to see how that was done. <laughs> well, by the time I went inside, that was done already and the baby was crying. But then my colleague was directly breastfeeding the child at this point because um, I think um, she had not pumped at this point. At that time, so she couldn't use the bottle, so she had to breastfeed immediately to help with the pain. I didn't ask the nurses so much because we are busy. The immunization unit is also for um, for COVID vaccination, so I 
I just came back out. So it was later when the baby was sleeping, so I talking about it. I said, what did they use to cut? Like, what did they use to do the cutting? It was like scissors. Oh my gosh, guys. Like, you know when you hear certain things and your body just feels very different? I was like, no, 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 no. Just like when you see, like, for some people that have this blood, is it blood phobia or something? Like, when you see blood or when you see ants, I know someone, my classmates, whenever she sees ants, she immediately has goosebumps. Like, you know that feeling? I was like, scissors on that child. Like, the whole thing was, oh my god. And then the whole hygiene thing comes up in your hair. I'm like, oh. Like I was spitting the baby. Like I have never in my life known that that was an actual thing. Yes, a lot of children are born. Some of them will not have those little little issues, but some are born and they do have it, and you have to do something. So my colleague was not like, you know, there's some adults that talk, and in our even meeting, I was trying to remember some people that you know that talk very close to their lip, and like there's a way the whole thing is. I was like, so that's why like they are they are speaking is like that. She's like, yeah, I'm like so can they cut it? So apparently it's easier to be done when the person is a child. But once the person is an adult or has gone to a certain stage, I think even at eight months, that's a child's almost identified, the child had to do a mini surgery. So talk more of an adult. crazy but anyways so that was one intriguing thing that I I found out yesterday mm, yeah I I mean it was in my head all, all through yesterday oh my gosh I think I uh, I read the name somewhere I think it's Fenelon I think it's Fenelon yeah so you can check it out but I'm going to be doing a blog post so you don't have to worry when the blog post is up you're going to see the pictorial um description of what i'm talking about um so yeah that was the first one now the second one <laughs> so while i went to get the printouts um from the office um when i came back my colleague was giving me gist of what happened so apparently a man came to obtain death certificate he came to do a registration and guys he um, brought everything that was needed to do a death certificate, like everything, the affidavit, the photocopy of any of his um, identification. Um, yeah, those those are the basic things that we need. So you know, when people come like that, because once what gives us the authority to actually go ahead is the court affidavit. So even if something happens tomorrow, the court affidavit like presents itself like this person this is what the person brought and i mean we did accordingly isn't it i mean when when people bring the the um the necessary document you do the like you process it for them isn't it so apparently and then there's a way me and my colleague operate at the hospital so we ask questions normally registrars are supposed to ask questions but not many people do that you know so um my colleagues are very asking um the person according to the affidavit now <laughs> the person died 2014 that's seven years now 
So my colleague, I don't, I don't think she had read that part of the affidavit. She's like, so what year did the person die? The man was like 2014. And then the very first question we actually ask is, who is the nest of king? My brethren in the Lord. Hmm. That was where the castle abuse bedroom. <laughs> the man was like, actually, oh my God, that is his brother. And for the past seven years, the brother went to Ghana and since then has not returned. So, and in their place, when someone disappears like that, after seven years, um, they conclude that the person is dead. Now, what do you need the death certificate, my colleague asked? It was like to, to claim his, like whatever it is that he has. Is it that they, they tried to look for him and they didn't find him? Like, the audacity to come and obtain, because death certificates are very powerful documents when you're doing a lot of things, you know, it gives you so much power and authority. So if he went somewhere else and they did that, well, the thing is, he might, he's probably going to, anyway, my colleague directed him to go to the headquarters and then go there and tell them what's going on. So even if in the future something happens, they are in a better position to stand in for that one, not those of us in primary places just being primary data collectors and go to the headquarters and the headquarters is pretty close to the hospital but then you just start thinking okay yeah he left to ghana seven years ago i mean 2014 i'm not even talking about 2009 2014 seven years ago and you felt it was okay to come and obtain that certificate to claim his things and I was like, is he not married? Well, my colleague wouldn't know because I don't think that conversation got her far. Immediately she found out that this person might be alive <laughs> and someone else is coming to collect death certificates for him. So backstory here, yeah, I know my colleague told me one time about how I think that case is still pending. Uh, I'm not sure there's, there's been a conclusive take on that case. But my colleague said, there's a case about someone, a registrar, who issued a death certificate when that person was a vital registrar. Now the person is in a bigger position and the person found himself in that mess. So apparently someone came for death certificate, the registrar issued him the death certificate, you know, no primary, no preliminaries, like asking what you want to use it for, who's the next of king, blah 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 blah. He did the death certificate and gave the person. Now a few years later, the person that the death certificate was made for was abroad. I think the person was in the US. Now the person came back and found out what was going on and then now became a court case. And that man since then has been in the court trials. It's crazy, right? Yes, I mean someone disappeared and they give the person the respect of leaving the person's belongings But trying to claim it I don't know and I know um, Death certificate issues when it goes wrong is the worst thing anybody can do to himself So that's why every registrar is really careful especially when the person has gotten to the point of um, registering such certificates you know 
But yeah, that was another thing that happened yesterday that was quite interesting. So now, what's your opinion? How long should a missing person um, go before? Like, is it, is it even a thing? Because the person missed, the person never came back, then he gives the family the audacity to want to claim his property. Like, I don't know. I just wish someone can, like, you know, join me in the conversation. But yeah, but then I remember my my dad's senior brother. He wanted to be a priest and a soldier, I think. So during one of the wars, he went. Is it that he was resuming school or he wanted to be a soldier? Shasha, he never came back till today. So I think the family um, kind of had an um, like a burial mass for him. You know, but I'm not sure if he had properties for them to claim or anything. But after a long time, and nobody heard from him, and that I think that period was a hot period. So where exactly are you going to look for your family member? So I think they just declared him dead and had a burial mass for him. You know, but then I used to wonder sometimes, what if Dan is not dead? What if he comes back one day looking for his family, if at all he remembers? Because you know, a lot of things went or happened during the war. So a lot of people might have survived, but they are not longer in the country, and you will not even blame them at all. You don't blame them. But I always have this thing of like, what is that life? What if someone comes one day and says his name, that this is my name, and I'm looking for my family? Like, well, just what if? The what if thingy now? But yeah, I'll, I'll stop there for that one. And then the last one is right. Ladies and gentlemen, working with government in Nigeria is hectic. Is hectic. Is exhausting. Is stressful. And upon that, you're, you're not even enjoying the job. So the commission went digital, right? Life is supposed to be better. Things are supposed to move faster. But so far that like life is a lot harder. Yeah, I mean from the beginning the idea was good. Now the implementation process is what has really gotten me so pissed. Like check this out. You don't you no longer want to do birth certificates manually like we usually used to handwrite um certificates yes birth and death yes we used to do that now they brought the idea of going digital it's a good idea because we've had i have personally had a case where um i don't think they are both married apparently the father of the child stays in Canada and I think he wants to bring the child over so the man has been telling the mother to prepare his documents you know now the first place the lady went to obtain birth certificate when the man saw it it's like this doesn't look like birth certificates it looks very fake you know because it was handwritten it was in a paper not nothing really authentic about that so the man really doubted it the, the authentication of that and um, issuance plus the registrar that issued that one the handwriting is not like chamaka's own yeah i said that as a bragging right 
so I write my writing is actually very fine but then this other um, document the writing was smaller and even when I look at it I don't want that kind of person to write my child's certificate so they really had to come to a different place for another one and at the end of the day she was actually happy plus the folder we put it inside so and she never came back again so I'm guessing the man approved of that one so you can imagine so these are some of the issues we had before the digital transition came about I think the beginning of this rant is supposed to be Nigerians are not ready for the electronic um, electronic phase in this 21st century I mean look at the voting that they're trying to make it go digital like electronical votes like guys back in 2019 there was an election there was an election I thought I was going to see like offices not go out or like people stay home like more like a bank holiday just because it was an election day I literally messaged my friend I wouldn't call his name I messaged my friend I was like have you voted he's like he has done that long ago I was like uh, where did you vote it was very embarrassing but yeah he was like I voted on and I was like ooh nice I mean, he was literally at work, um, probably in his house, and he voted. Yeah, because he's a citizen now. He voted. And then Nigerians going digital for the elections has become an endless conversation. And I'm like, just look at you people. You don't even want the country to go ahead. Now, back to the commission. Do you know the idea is brilliant? No argument. But. The implementation has been the issue. Do you know registrants have to use their own data to do the registration? I mean, a SIM is supposed to be provided and then um, internet is supposed to be provided as well. But um, for the past three months, thereabouts, registrants have been the one doing that. Now, Printing has also become an issue. Like the four other ones that I took yesterday, I was only able to get like two. Registrars are complaining. I mean, it's not enough. I mean, it is enough that we're already using our data to do this registration. At least it was the courtesy of making available the certificate. I think the one that blew my mind, I was there. Several no certificate. So even when parents come, it has become very embarrassing. You can imagine a parent coming and then be like, we're so sorry, the um, certificate is not available yet. Like, guys, <laughs> yesterday was one of those days. We kept apologizing, we're so sorry to be ready, hopefully today, you know, blah, 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 blah. And some of them is emergency cases. People are leaving the country. People are filing for their children to leave. They need, even if you want to do your name and you want to do your passport, if you don't have your birth certificate, you will not be attended. So you'll be asked to go and get it. So you come to us and then you've done everything and then just for pickup and we're giving you stories. It's very annoying on your own part. And it's very embarrassing on our own part. Like, very embarrassing. But yeah, Nigerians are not ready for that digital phase and it's not me and them that are going to be doing that, that thing, you know. Anyways, it's a phase and I know it's going to pass. But yeah, that was literally how yesterday went.
you know, I remember, oh my god, I remember some things after I've done recording. And I'm like, eh, I'm going to say it's next one. Then I start the next one and I don't remember. But anyway, that was how yesterday went. I'm just going to leave it at that. And look, it's 27 minutes gone. Yeah, a bit needs to go to work now and do the editing and posting. Well, thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, I hope you continue to show up for yourself. Um, be grateful for everything. I'm really proud of you that you've gotten this far. Um, whether you were sick, you were down, you had those dark times, you are still here. You are still here means it's going to get better. Just try to manage yourself well and learn from the experiences that you're actually passing through. Somehow in between, there are lessons for you to learn from them. Um, when you learn them, just try to you know live better and do better you know around you. So until my next post is a bye from me now. Cheers.